All right, so it's that time again. We're gonna be diving through the patch 6.2 notes. These are the preliminary notes. So that means pretty much job adjustments are going to be tailored for the full release notes. And what I like to do with that is kind of a visual uh, adjustments when it comes to the jobs themselves. So if you guys are interested in that, that should be rolling out here on the channel probably sometime on Tuesday. But uh, for those of you who do not have YouTube Premium and you don't wanna be inundated with ads, uh, these patch note videos tend to be quite long. Uh, so if you don't want to get in your uh, your notes uh, interrupted by something, <laughs> who knows what Google's going to throw your way, uh, you can always use the link in the description. You can go follow it over on iTunes, uh, Spotify, etc. Uh, and I'll have that uploaded in MP3 format for you. So I would recommend grabbing, grabbing, grabbing yourself a coffee, buckling up, and let's dive into the notes themselves. Uh, to start to highlight a couple things, because uh, this is usually what ends up getting asked, uh, you know, asked right away. Where's the Mandeville? Where's the variant? Where's the Criterion? Uh, all of this, especially with the Omnicron uh, tribal quests, are all scheduled to release with patch 6.25, which we'd estimate sometime after the middle of October. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on an official date by that point, but just note, um, patch 6.2, all-encompassing, lots of content, and the variant and Criterion dungeons coming in halfway, I think is really absolutely thrilling. Uh, let's jump into playable content. New main scenario quests have been added, and we can see here that starts with the search for Ashada. Uh, this is going to be level 90, and you're going to talk with Varshran, uh, and you must complete a Satrap's duty out there in Razad Han. So this will continue the story, and we basically, everything else is redacted, so we get 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 additional quests that are going to take us most likely into the world of darkness. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Chronicles of New Era quests have been added. Uh, an unwelcome visitor. This is gonna take place in Labyrinthos and you must complete the Chronicles of New Era quest, who wards the warders. And it looks like that's gonna take us through. Actually, wow, that's actually pretty significant. One, two, three, four, five, six. So six main story or, you know, uh, raid story quest to kind of start us into the second part of that new side story quest to taru's grand endeavor it looks like we're revisiting uh the <laughs> void arc characters here uh soaring prophets uh this is going to take place in old char land and talk to Mehed um uh players must first complete the quest small business big dreams and chronicles a new era quest a red bill farewell so you're gonna have to go jump into uh, Void Arc series if you haven't already. Tales of Newfound Adventure. This is going to pick up with Brazen Han with the Radiant Scout. And you must first the main uh, complete the main scenario quest redacted. The Beast Tribe quest category has been named to Tribal Quests. In accordance with this change, adjustments have been made to various texts throughout the game. The main scenario quest, The Steps of Faith, has been revamped. In accordance with these changes to various dungeons and trials, certain quests have been revised. These adjustments will not affect the overall story. For players' progression through A Realm Reborn, if you are currently undertaking a quest in A Realm Reborn, please refer to the duty list or the journal as you may have found that that quest and information has been updated if the quest has been changed you will be asked to abandon it and accept a newly designed uh, designated quest and we've seen that actually happen multiple times when it comes to the quest specifically whenever they do significant changes if you hadn't completed it uh, it's going to have you you know start over because i guess from a data model perspective it literally is a brand new quest and the old quest is now kind of orphaned out there um, to be abandoned. <laughs> that sounds horrible, but orphaning is the proper term 
within the kind of managing data and, <laughs> and databases. So I was like, oh man, that just, uh, that came off horrible. All right, the following adjustments have been made to the Chronicles of an Era uh, Return to Ivalice quest. The prerequisite quest for my power, my pleasure, my pain has been changed to the City of Lost Angels. Players who are undertaking the quest will be unable to progress. However, it will be possible to accept the subsequent quest, Desire. Uh, completion of the Chronicles and Era quest, Lost City of Lost, uh, the City of Lost Angels is required to continue progression in the quest. My power, my pleasure, my pain. The NPC offering the quest in bad taste has been changed from Genemos Lexotel to Wandering Dramaturge, uh, or Dramaturge, excuse me. Uh, the prerequisite quest for in bad taste has been changed to My Power, My Pleasure, My Pain. The NPC offering the quest in bad taste has been changed from Company Bell to a Wandering a Dramaturge. The Chronicles of the New Era quest Make and Bacon Bread and Walk On By can no longer be accepted. Players who have accepted these quests may, uh, may complete them. However, they cannot be reaccepted if abandoned. The requirements for unlocking the Return to Evilise chapter in New Game Plus has been adjusted. Players must first complete the Chronicles of New Era quest in bad taste. Now you have to complete the uh, City of Lost Angels quest. The Chronicles of a New Era quest, My Power, My Pleasure, My Pain, and In Bad Taste have been removed from the Return to Evil East chapter in New Game Plus. Players who may have uh, advanced and are currently undertaking the, the quest uh, in New Game Plus will be able to advance to the next quest. Players who have an advanced, uh, advanced or are currently undertaking the quest in Bad Taste must temporarily exit New Game Plus. The, an eighth right shard for the High Crucible of Al Kamara has been added to Rosathan. That's great. <laughs> That's actually excellent. I've always kind of felt there was like at least one uh, eighth right shard missing from that location. All right, fates. Uh, players can no longer collect items as disciple of hand or land from certain fates. A uh, new items are available from certain gemstone traders. For the treasure hunt, rewards for the Excitatron six thousand have been adjusted, and rewards for the Kembareshian treasure maps have also been adjusted. For granted free companies, a, uh, a new charge symbol option has been added for the company crests. The following additions and adjustments have been made to the subaquatic voyages. New areas have been added, new items, and the maximum submersible rank has been increased from ninety-five to 100. Regarding housing, to address a recent issue of the housing lottery system, an NPC by which players may voluntarily return the deposit they were accidentally refunded has been added. And so if you guys haven't been following, uh, this is essentially for those who won the lottery, uh, got to get their house, and they also got their money returned during, during the chaos of the lottery system. So if you want to go and voluntarily return that, you can. You can always voluntarily return that to anybody you see with a sprout uh, you know, over their head as well. And that could be for anybody uh, coming into the game. So the choice is up to you what you decide to do with your gill in this case. Uh, anyway, so that has been added. Let's see here. Then uh, furnishings from the design contest have been added. And you can see uh, several of those listed out here. Uh, new furnishings has, uh, have also been added. I really like that. I like the camping aesthetic. Uh, that they've got going on. New orchestra rolls have also been added. New uh, seeds for flower pots has also been added. Sweet pea seeds. Sweet pea seeds can be purchased from the following NPCs. And you can see them here all for the material supplier, the apartment merchant, and Tani and New Grudania. So basically where you go to get your supplies, you can find these new items. New aquarium fish have been added. And you can see a mechanical fish is uh, in the image itself, especially if you're listening in the audio form of this podcast. The Manderville Gold Saucer, the following adjustments have been made to the gate schedule. One of three listed gates will be held at the times below. Every hour on uh, on Earth, Earth time, Cliffhanger, Air Force One, Leap of Faith, 
hourly 20 minutes past the hour. A slice is right, cliffhanger in any way the wind blows. Hourly 40 minutes half past, you know, past the hour. Air Force One in the way the wind blows and leap of faith. The registration period for the gate leap of faith has been reduced from 10 minutes to 8 minutes. The instant portrait will now be displayed when beginning a game of Domen Mahjong. They were talking about this. I absolutely love this. And I think, and they continue to say, I think they're going to bring that more and more to pieces of the content within the game. It's truly, truly special. New prizes are available for purchase for MGP. Also on that note, uh, and it might cover here in the notes, if you have your glamour plate link, uh, your glamour, uh, your plate linked to your uh, gear set, uh, you'll be able to keep it. Otherwise, like pretty much it's going to be a clean slate uh, as they uh, update the glamour plates to uh, off of beta and into the full release. Uh, new triple triad cards have also been added. The Island Sanctuary has been added. Honestly, this is surprising though as 6.2, um, but I'm really excited to see that here. Uh, so Island Sanctuary allows you to create your own personal paradise amidst the natural beauty in the Cylindalis. <laughs> here you can collect resources and materials built accommodations grow crops and more the good produced on your island can also be exchanged for various rewards cultivate the land you enjoy uh the slow life as your minions roam free the choice is entirely up to you uh seeking sanctuary level one old Shar land and clueless crier players must first complete the main scenario quest and walker Traveling to your island sanctuary. Players can travel to their island sanctuary at any time by speaking with Balden in Lower Lilicea. Uh, classes and jobs. While it is possible to craft and gather on your island sanctuary, you are not required to unlock Disciples of Hand or Land to do so. You are free to enjoy these activities using any class or job. Uh, realizing your vision will help you make Island Sanctuary the best it can be. Visions will appear as objectives in your duty list. As you realize visions, additional goals and development features will become available. Uh, Idle Keeps Index. The index is a specific island HUD element that will allow you to confirm important information, switch gameplay modes, and manage your island's various features. Uh, you uh, selected your mode uh, influences how you interact with features and creatures on your island. So whether you're gathering, crafting, etc. Uh, the main menu consists of buttons which you can confirm the important information and manage various aspects of your island. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Because that's a lot of talking I've already done. We're only <laughs> partly into it. Uh, confirm the island sanctuary rank and available currencies that you have. Uh, your sanctuary rank indicates the experience with uh, subsidizing in an island environment and improving your personal sanctuary. Earn island experience by engaging with various activities on your island. The higher your rank, the more features and options will become available to you. As you develop your island sanctuary progress, you will earn two types of currency. Seafarers, Crowleys, and Island Crowleys. These are specific currencies to be used at shops and become available on your island. Uh, the hideaway is your base of operations of your island. Here you may build facilities, care for animals, grow crops, and more. You may expand your hideaway as you make progress perfecting your island sanctuary. For gathering, players can collect resources and materials on their island, which are then recorded in the island's keepsake index. You can also confirm resource locations and necessary tools. Then for crafting, accessing the sanctuary crafting log, you can create items using the materials that you've acquired and your time spent on the island itself. For construction, a variety of structures can be built on your island. Players must first access the log board in front of a vacant plot where they can confirm what materials are required and how long uh, the construction will last. It is also possible to plant and water seeds of crops and grow a variety of produce. 
for you can capture animals on your island and you can send them to live in the pasture. By taking good care of these animals, you can collect materials from them, which can be used in a variety of ways for minions and be able to release them. One of each minion, up to 40, can be released to roam free on the various areas of your island. They, as, uh, as they while away their hours wandering around the island, you may find that they behave differently when left to their own devices. For the Cozy Cabin, as a part of a facility here, the Cozy Cabin is a primary facility for your hideaway. Here you may access the orchestra and play your favorite tunes, exchange various items with merchants stationed there, and more. The workshop provides a place for mammoths to, uh, who are in your employ to create handicrafts out of the materials obtained on your island. And after conveying a schedule of production, to the tactful taskmaster handicrafts will be automatically created and the mammoths on staff in the workshop for the granary after constructing a granary you may send a team of exploratory mammoths on forging expeditions and gather materials after choosing your desired expedition area and the number of days you wish your mammoths to forage they will venture out and gather materials returning once per day until the forging expedition is over as you continue to engage with the above activities on your island sanctuary, it will be possible to renovate your facilities to higher levels. Further explanations of island sanctuary feature can be found as you continue to realize your vision by viewing the island's index. So leaving your sanctuary, you can leave your island sanctuary at any time by boat or the use to teleport and return. It is also possible to visit the islands of acquaintances. Each island has room for up to 16 players to explore at one time. That's actually excellent. Um, island sanctuary activities such as crafting and gathering cannot be carried out when visiting other islands. As a 6.2, players will not be able to hear orchestra music when visiting another island. This will be made possible in a future update. And then it is also possible to speak with Balden and Lower Nanasia to visit other island sanctuaries. After completing the main scenario quest, the ultimate weapon, it is possible to speak with Balden and visit other island sanctuaries, even if you do not possess your own. Oh, that's actually really interesting. So ultimately, meaning if you haven't unlocked it, you can still go visit it, but you do have to complete the ultimate weapon quest line. For your permitted islands, you may visit the island sanctuaries of friends, free company members, and party members. It should be noted, however, the owner of the island sanctuary must enable access for others to visit it. When selecting a destination, a glowing icon will indicate which islands you may visit. After reaching a significant rank, sanctuary rank, you can grant others access to your island sanctuary. Friends, free company members, party members. Um... And they have kind of the UI for those listening to the audio. You get you get to choose, like you can kind of pick and choose. So you can say friends of free company, but no party members, etc. Uh, new objectives pertaining to the island sanctuary have been added to the other category in the challenge log, and new hairstyles have been added. Uh, new hairstyle options have been added for male and female uh, Viera. I'm glad to see they continue to support that. New hairstyles for Harothgar have been added in patch 6.1 have been adjusted to show their ears. That's excellent. Uh, the following additions and adjustments have been made to duty support. New duties have been added. Snow Cloak and Keeper of the Lake. For Heaven's Word, Salmal, the Area, and the Vault. Duty support window now lists duties to be added in the future updates. A notification regarding future duty support will also be displayed when accessing the dungeon entrance. For allied NPCs and duty support, now speak with certain points in the following duties. And they list off multiple duties that are uh, being listed. Uh, allied NPCs that were not selected by company players in the duty will no longer appear 
after completing the instance. The following additions and adjustments have been made to Wonder's Tales. Prizes available in exchange for Chloe's Gold Certificate of Accommodation and Chloe's Silver Certificate of Accommodation and Chloe's Bronze Certificate of Accommodation have all been adjusted. The following duties have been added as objectives for Wonder's Tales. The addition of duties that will not affect Wonder's Tales in your position prior to reaching level 90 with at least one Disciple of War Magic, and that's Algia at the Fell Court of Troia. And in support of the rewards, they're showing off the raid birds from uh the heavensward series so you get the the in this case the green emerald raven which i would assume i think that's from bismarck if i'm remembering correctly the following additions and adjustments have been made to the fall hollows the available trial for fall hollows has been changed from bane's ultimate unreal to containment bay s1t7 and which is sephirot so you must first complete the normal version of it <laughs> to unlock the unreal New items are available for an exchange for faux leaves, and it shows a flying squirrel. I do not know if that is a minion <laughs> or some amount. I do not see anybody on the back of the flying squirrel, so we'll have to wait and see in the long run. I, I would probably guess minion, but it does at least how the picture is taken, it does look quite large. Character portraits have been implemented for battle dialogue during instance quest battles from the 4X series. Oh, excuse me for yawning. <laughs> Let's need to get some more oxygen. All right, uh, see here. Then new emotes have been added. Uh, the using the draw emote will uh, while your weapon is sheathed will now allow you to maintain a weapon draw pose. For the battle system, the descriptions of certain actions and status effects have been adjusted. Uh, the following additions and adjustments have been made to the actions and traits window. So you can now actually dis uh, display toggle kind of a comboing uh, action system in which that the they open and show you how they how they progress, which is nice. So you can go with that or you can go with the compact view. Uh, really kind of get a good view of that. The recast timer displayed in the middle of action icons can now be enlarged and the size can be adjusted in the character configuration menu. And you can see that within the display under the hotbar settings, recast timer position centered or bottom left. The HP restoration over time will no longer generate anonymity with each tick of healing. Um, the HP restoration over time will no longer generate hate with each tick. Hmm. Holy crap, uh, the initial execution will generate hate, but like, do, I, wow, like you think about from a healing perspective, all of a sudden, like, yeah, pre-pull, hot it, baby, like, because <laughs> uh, the ticks aren't going to count against you. I wonder if that was made out of necessity or if it just really didn't matter anymore. Um, when under the effect that increases the change to land critical hit or direct hit, actions are now guaranteed to land a critical hit or a direct hit now deal increased damage. When executing actions that are guaranteed to land a critical hit or direct hit, they will now deal increased damage based on the direct hit rate and the critical rate of attributes. The location of enemies in the following areas have been adjusted for Mortona and Maryland Laminatorum. A new dungeon, the Fell Court of Troia, has also been added. Uh, this is a part of the main story, so average item needs to be 575 or above, level 90 for four players. Uh, the requirements are going to be a Satrap's Duty. Uh, where this opens up. That's really actually interesting because that should have technically already... That's pretty early on. So, all right. Very nice. The item level sync has been added to the following duties. Smileton, the Stigma's Dreamscape, and Ozlada's Legacy with an item level sync of 600. A new trial has been added. Still hidden. Still a mystery. 
I can't wait to see what, what happens with it. So I'm looking forward to giving uh, that a go. Um, and yeah, you don't know where in the main scenario, what's going to happen. It is hidden, only can be accessed via the raid finder. And then the requirements for 600 and above eight players and with 60 minutes. After completing the main scenario quest, speak with the wandering minstrel to unlock the uh, the expertise or the the extreme version. A totem received upon completing the trial has been exchanged for reward. Speaking with Nazava and Razan Han. And then for Containment Bay, the following, uh, the release of Containment Bay Unreal, Ultimate Bay is no longer accessible. This is going to be for those at 560 or above. Item level sync for this is going to be 565. Uh, eight players for 60 minutes. You want to talk to Fantastic Mr. Foe. Uh, in Idly Shire, painfully, uh, Ice Guardian Man is the NPC you talk with. Uh, players must first complete the main scenario quest Shadowbringers and the quest Keeping Up with the Alipos. The drop rate for the Lynx of Eternal Darkness and Flute of the Lynx Divine Light uh, Flute has been increased. You can also purchase and exchange your totems uh, from Nazava and Razad Han, Lynx of the Eternal Darkness Flute, and Lynx of the Divine Light Flute. Astral Totem and Umbral Totem, uh, in case 99 for that, uh, for that turn in. The new Raid Dungeon Pandemonium Abyssos has been added. Level requirements for a level 90. Uh, average item level is going to be 585 or above. Party size is up for 8. The requirements are Unwelcome Visitor in Labyrinthos. And you need to talk to Caldine. Uh, players must first complete the Quest Chronicles of New Era. Who wards the warders? Treasure coffers that appears upon completion in Pandemonium Abyssos will not yet yield gear, but instead yield tokens that can be traded for gear of your choosing. You can only receive one token per circle of Pandemonium Abyssos each week. In the event that you're awarded a token from the loot list, you relinquish for your right to vie for the remaining tokens, regardless of whether you selected need or greed. Uh, for the item exchange, the items obtained from treasure coffers can be exchanged for gear speaking with Maline in Labyrinthos. And you can see here, they've reduced this a little bit. So two for the head, four for the body, two for the hands, four for the legs, two for uh, the feet, and using the Unsun Ring for the accessories. And so that's going to be really cool. What Does it say what item level gear? I'm not seeing it just yet. Um, upon completing the Abyssos, the eight circle players can also earn the unsung Blade of Abyssos once per week. This reward can be exchanged with Mirthrine in Labyrinthos uh, for the Ultrasite Tombstones, which can be turned in exchange for the weapon. Uh, the Raid Dungeon Pandemonium Abyssos Savage has been added. Uh, please be advised that Savage will not be accessible until Tuesday, August 30th at 1 a.m. PDT. Uh, that's going to be 3 a.m. Central Time. Uh, the unlock quest in exchange for Stone Sky Sea will be unavailable until said time. Uh, level requirement, again, level 90. The item level requirement for the first one is 600, second 605, third 610, and the fourth, uh, or in this case, the eighth circle is going to be 610 as well. And uh, yeah, that's going to be pretty much what you need to know. The uh, you get 90 minutes with the exception of the 8th circle, which is going to give you 120 minutes to complete. Access to Pandemonium Savage players must speak with Najim in Labyrinthos, a level 90 disciple of war magic after completing the quest blank blank blank. Upon completing Pandemonium Savage duties, the treasure coffer will appear containing the Abyssos coffer. Using this item transforms it into a corresponding into the user's current job. In addition, the coffers that appear upon completion in the 8th circle will also yield your weapons. So in this case, uh, it looks like 635, 630 for the gear and 635 for the weapon itself uh, is going to be how that breaks down. If your party contains players replaying the circle prior to the weekly reset, the number of treasure coffers appearing upon completion will decrease. Furthermore, players will be in 
eligible to, uh, for rewards from treasure coffers as well as from Aphlodos uh, Mythos when replaying the circle prior to the weekly reset. By selecting duty completion, players will not be matched with those who have already completed the duty. In addition to gear, players will receive Abathos Mythos from each duty, which can be exchanged for gear of your choosing. By speaking with Maldine in Labyrinthos or Dejo uh, and Resident Han, players can exchange the Mythos and from Pandemonium Savage for the corresponding gear. And you can see here the you need Mythos 4 uh, times 8, Mythos 2 times 4. Like it's It's got the breakdown overall for weapons. It's going to be uh what mythos you need what version of that and then how many ultimately you need of each one in that for that exchange the following duties have been added to the raiden finder containment bay unreal the abyssos fifth circle sixth circle seventh and eighth as well as the uh, extreme and it's still redacted here as well the following duties have been removed or have been moved to duty you have the first second third and fourth circle and the mistral uh, ballad the end singers aura then players will now receive the power of the Echo. In this event, all party members are uh, incapacitated during the following trials. The Minstrel's Ballad and Singer's Aura. Each time a player restarts the aforementioned trial, they will be granted 5% Echo, uh, which increases each restart up to a maximum of 25%. If a player restarts after battling for less than 3 minutes, then they will not be uh, granted this effect. The following adjustments have been made to the Algea. The weekly restrictions on rewards attained from coffers has been removed. The weekly restriction of obtaining the coins have also been removed. Uh, the weekly restrictions of obtaining Dragonsong tokens from Dragonsong's Reprise has also been removed. The Gladiator arms and shields yielded by Treasure Coffers will now appear together as a set item. Using this set item will yield both the Gladiator's arm and shield associated with the duty from which it was obtained. Moreover, this item can be used while inside the instance duty. Following this change, the Tidal Wave shield can no longer be obtained from the War Leader Extreme. Players may receive the Tidal Wave Shamishir. Uh, and the Tidal Wave Shield together as a set in exchange for the Wave Shamashir, uh, Wave Shield and Mirror of the World and Algea in Mordona. That's a lot. That's <laughs> uh, Algae and Tombstones of Casualty uh, Causality have uh, been added. I do wonder if we'll see like in 7.0 if they end up just link linking the Shields and Sword together as kind of always one set. Just they are always set together. Players can obtain uh, 450 Algian Tombstones of ca uh, Causality per week and carry a maximum 2,000. However, players can only receive Tombstones of Causality by reaching level 90 and having at least one Disciples of War and Magic. So, if you need to exchange your Tombstones of, uh, for gear, that's going to be done at Razan Han. Speak with Shatiti. Uh, one week after the release of 6.2, players will be able to speak with Kaldine and Razan Han to exchange gear received in exchange for the Tomes of Causality. So Astro uh, uh, Astronomy is going to have its weekly uh, cap of 450 remove. Uh, this still has the limit of 2000. Uh, Aphorism can be exchanged for Tombstones of Astronomy after the release of 6.2. Allegory um, to be removed with the release of 6.2 can be exchanged for Algian Tombstones of Poetics until the start of patch 6.2's maintenance. Revelation to be removed with the release of 6.2. And then Poetics, obtainable for duties to up to level 80 and certain duty roulettes. Poetics... It survives all. All right. For astronomy, the weekly limitation of Tomtones astronomy has been removed. Uh, Tomstones of aphorism, uh, the Algian Tomstones of aphorism are no longer obtainable. All trials and duties where the Tomstones of aphorism can be obtained are now offer Tomstones of astronomy instead. 
Thy Algian tombstones of aphorism attained prior to 6.2 will not be lost. NPCs in Mordona will give players the option to exchange these tombstones for the tombstones of astronomy. The tombstones of allegory and Algian tombstones of revelation. The tombstones of the Algian and uh, revelation have or, and will be removed. The Algian tombstones of poetics may still be obtained from duties up to level 80 as well as the duty roulettes. The duties listed in the Roulette Expert have been changed as follows. The Felcourt of Troia and Asadal's Legacy are going to be what you pull. Uh, the Dead Ends, Smileton, the Stigma Dreamscape, and Asadal's Legacy is how it used to be. Now it's going from four down to two. The requirement average for the item to register for Expert has been increased from 560 to 575. Duty Roulette level 90 dungeons have been added with Dead Ends, Smileton, and the Stigma Dreamscape. For the uh, roulette bonus, you get astronomy times 100 and causality times 15 for your rewards for doing the level 90s. The following addition and adjustments have been made to the duty roulette trials. Something has been added. We don't know what. The steps of faith has actually been removed. The following duty has been added to the duty roulette alliance raids, Algia. The following duties have been added to the duty roulette normal raids, 5th, 6th circle, 7th, and 8th. Uh, the duties listed within the Duty Roulette Mentor have also been changed as follows. New duties have been added. Fell Court of Troia, whatever is uh, our mystery <laughs> trial. And then the 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th Circle of Abyssos. The required average item level to register for Duty Roulette Mentor has been increased from 565 to 585. The number of types of tombstones received from Duty Roulette have also been adjusted. Uh, where you got Aphorism and Astronomy, you now get ast uh, Astronomy and Causality. Uh, for at levels 50, 60, and 70 dungeons, as my voice is failing, you still get your 100 poetics, and you still now get, instead of aphorism, you get astronomy. Then leveling relent, still in the same category, 100 uh, tomes of astronomy and 20 of causa uh, causality. Uh, and then for your trials, 60 tombstones of astronomy and 15 tombstones of causality. Uh, for main scenario, you still get your 350 uh, tombstones of poetics, 100 tombstones of astronomy, and 50 of causality. For the alliance raid, 120 uh, poems of uh, poetics, 120 tombstones of astronomy, and 50 of causality. For normal raids, 80 tombstones of poetics, 60 of astronomy, and 20 of causality. For frontlines, 50 of astronomy and uh, 20 of causality. And mentor, uh, 30 tombstones of astronomy and 10 of causality. The new types of Algian tombstones received from PvP duties have been adjusted. So you see Crystalline Conflict, uh, where you still get Poetics, you get Astronomy and Causality instead. Uh, well, now included with Poetics. You get Frontlines, 50 of Causality, and uh, sorry, 20 of Causality, 50 of Astronomy. And then for Rival Wings, which is now returning, 50 of Astronomy and 20 of Causality. For the number of types of Algian uh, tombstones awarded for defeating Elite Marks have also been adjusted. You can see here it is now going to astronomy over aphorism. So where you got 10, you still get 10. Uh, for 30, you still get 30. Uh, basically, ultimately, if it was giving aphorism, you get astronomy. If it was giving you astronomy, you were going to get causality. Uh, for S ranks, uh, going up to 80 of astronomy and 30 of the causality. And the extraordinary powerful elite marks, 100 of astronomy and 50 of causality. The type of algae and tombstones received from deep dungeons have also been adjusted where you got astronomy or aphorism and astronomy you now get astronomy and causality and for the excitatron 6000 you're now getting causality over astronomy uh, that is how that breaks down the following trials have been added stone csi you get the fifth sixth seventh and eighth you get a bispos and the un the unknown uh, extreme trial 
Uh, adjustments have been made to the following instance dungeons. The Thousand Marks of Todorok for a shield for gladiators and paladins has been added to treasure coffers. For Snowcloak, the Eddie boss battle has been adjusted. The Fenrir boss battle has been adjusted and certain dungeon mechanics have been adjusted. Keeper of the Lake, the Inhires boss battle has been adjusted. The Magitek gunship boss battle has been adjusted. The Midgar Storm boss battle has been adjusted. The Rasavak boss battle has been adjusted. The, uh, for Samal, the, all the boss battles have been adjusted. For the Aerie, the boss battles have been adjusted. Behavior of certain monsters have also been adjusted, and certain cutscenes have also been adjusted for the Aerie. For the Vault, the positioning of certain monsters has been adjusted, and for Thorn, Thorn March Hard, the battle has been completely adjusted. For Containment Bay S1T7, uh, the status effects of Force Against Might and Force Against Magic will no longer be removed if the affected payer's HP reaches zero. The appearance of Sephiroth's Earthshaker attack has been adjusted to improve the visibility of its area of effect. And for World of Darkness, the effects of when destroying enemies have also been adjusted. The display of target indicators for certain battle mechanics has been adjusted for the following duties. Salmael, the Vault Never Reap, the World of Darkness, the Weeping City of Mach, and Dunsight. A trial in Steps of Faith has been removed and replaced with an instance single-player quest battle. It will know, uh, it will take longer for the screen to darken after party KO during all trials and raid dungeons. This feature will allow players a grace period to better identify and understand the reasons why the party KO'd. And this feature was previously introduced as an experimental feature in patch 6.1, but will now be applied to trials and dungeons moving forward. For PvP, Series 1 will end and Series 2 will begin. Series 2 will be held between 6.2 and 6.3, during which time you can earn Series experience and increase your Series level by participating in PvP duties. Increasing your Series level will unlock Series uh, rewards. The window for acceptance of the Series Malmstone rewards has been adjusted. And for Crystalline Conflict, the remaining uh, until KO party members are revived will now appear in the party list. This is really good. I love that. That's really nice, especially because you will auto return. So if you're trying to kind of plan out like your next blitz, you can see, oh, they're returning. So we can fall back a little bit versus like, maybe <laughs> players can now view the adventure plates in the opposite opposing team by selecting opponents from the party list and using the view adventure plate sub command. The following additions and adjustments have been made to quick chat. Job names will now display when using quick chat messages. Limit break ready and moving to the crystal now. Let's see here. So, hello, Paladin says this. Oh, that's nice. Okay. I like that a lot. The following quick action chat options have also been added. Executing limit break and everyone group up. The following adjustments have been made to the rating system. Players who lose a match at Diamond 5 with zero rising stars will now be demoted to Platinum 1 with two rising stars. Players who lose a match with no crystal credit will be demoted to Diamond 1 with two rising stars. The range of tiers used for rank, rank matchmaking has been adjusted. Further adjustments will be made according to player counts with each tier as well as matching conditions. Moreover, these changes will be made outside of regularly scheduled patches and maintenance. To prevent the manipulation of matchmaking, the matching system algorithm has been adjusted. To prevent the manipulation of matchmaking, a ranked match penalty has also been installed. Players will incur a penalty by withdrawing when a match has been found or in the middle of a match. Players so penalized will also be unable to register again for 30 minutes after their first penalty, 90 minutes for their second, and 180 minutes for their third. Withdrawing when a match is found. A penalty will be incurred starting from the first time a player withdraws. The penalty is also applied for registration for ranked matches and will not be affected by the duty finder. Withdrawing mid-match. A penalty for a ranked match will be incurred. A penalty will also be applied to the duty finder. I think that's really good. 
Players who remain in the match with less than the required number of combatants will not receive a penalty for abandoning the match. I think it'd also be nice if people, well, I don't know. It, it gets kind of tricky because it'd be like, oh, somebody quit. Well, then may maybe we don't take the L, you know, in that regard. So does this then mean somebody drops and then everybody just bounces versus like, oh, somebody bought, you know, drops. And if you lose, then you're not going to, you know, really take a loss factor. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see how that kind of feels its way out. Season two will end and season three will begin uh, for the seasons. The season ends with top 100 ranking players from each data center will receive vouchers to visit the Moogle delivery service. Players finishing in bronze tier or higher can claim rewards by speaking with the uh, Feast Quartermaster in the Wolf's Den. Learn about more about rewards. Tier rewards for season two must be claimed before the end of season three. Following the addition and demotions of the adjustments and matchmaking in Season 3, all tiered players will begin the season at bronze with zero risers. Beginning with Season 3, players will compete for rankings based on their highest achievement tier and crystal credit score during the season rather than their final standings. Tier rewards will also be based on the highest achieved tier during the season. Players who now uh, receive portraits, achievements, and titles for all tiers and ranks up to and including their final standings at the end of the season portrait achievements and title rewards for all tiers and ranks up to and including the final settings of players in season one will be unlocked automatically crystalline conflict rating pages on the lodestone for bronze silver gold platinum and diamond tiers will now always be sorted by their victories the overall ranking page will continue to be ranked by tier and risers and crystal uh, credits and rising stars and victories the hidden gorge campaign has been made available for rival wings being returning the following pvp balance adjustments have been made so mount speed has been increased the tank monk samurai and reaper modifier for damage taken has been changed from minus 20 to minus 30 the dragoon and ninja modifier for damage taken has been changed from minus 15 to minus 30 the physical range dps healer and black magic and summoner modifier for damage taken has been changed from minus 10 to minus 15 the red mage modifier for damage taken has been changed from minus 10 to minus 15 the potency of high flying status has been adjusted the hp of actions of war machina have been adjusted the hp actions for mammoths and gob tanks and goblin mercenaries have been adjusted the hp of towers and cores have been adjusted the actions of steam cannons have been adjusted the potency of hp over time effect has been granted by the tower defense effect has been adjusted the damage over time effect of magitech fields have been adjusted and the damage threshold required to obtain goblin mercenaries have also been adjusted for the item section this is if you guys haven't seen some of the visual effects for the raid gear absolutely impressive really excited to see this <laughs> and honestly makes me really want to go just like throw my face against the wall in the raid scene we'll have to see if that happens uh new recipes have also been added for the crafting gear as well so for ketchup gear you can see that here on uh on the end of the video if you haven't seen it already you can go to the lodestone they have these images up on the special site players can now uh preview contents of certain coffers that yield multiple items when open for the items that have been uh names have been changed Imitation Alpine Window for Imitation Highland Window, uh, the Shuffle and Boogie Orchestra Roll, Shuffle and or Boogie, uh, Shadowbringers Orchestra Roll. The following items can now be equipped regardless of gender, and a long list of items. I'm sure that several people are going to be excited about that. The capacity of Glamour Dressers have been increased from 400 to 800. I'm sure people are going to be thrilled with that. Moonward Gear can now be purchased in exchange for Sack Nuts. Gear uh, Exchange, Old Charlan, and then Razad Han. Uh, as well. So you can go to those two locations, Jahasicle and Wilma. 
uh, will meta. Uh, we'll be able to handle that. New items are available in exchange for Sky Builder script. Players will can speak with Ernie in the firmament to purchase these new items. Certain items can now be sold, desynthesized, or submitted to expert delivery missions. The maximum store for crafter scripts and gatherer scripts has been increased from 2,000 to 4,000. Oh. I didn't see that coming. The new recipes required for significant level of quality to compete synthesis has been added. Certain recipes added in patch 6.2 will denote the required level of quality to complete synthesis. Even should the process bar be filled, the synthesis will fail if the quality of requirements is not met. A new master recipes have been added and new rest, uh, master recipes have also been added to the crafting log window. The master recipes previously listed under the special recipes tab has also been moved into their own tab and crafting log window. New minor and botanist uh, gathering points Points have been added. New items have been added to gathering points. Gathering attempt and in, uh, integrity bonuses have also been added to certain legendary nodes. Botanists and miners may now discover prime collectibles when gathering. Prime collectible items have reached a maximum. Uh, collectivity will, on occasion, become subline collectibles when gathered. A higher gathering rate increases your chances of a prime collectible becoming sublime. Four prime collectible items that have reached maximum collectability and have a chance of yielding extremely rare items from ethereal reduction when using sublime collectibles, you're guaranteed to receive these rare items. Collectibles gathered window has also been adjusted and they're displaying how it looks now. The fish that can be used for ethereal reduction has been added. New varieties of fish have been added. The level cap for desynthesis is increased from 590 to 610. New mounts have been added. <laughs> All right. Oh, Mandy's, we're going to be writing some of that. Uh, the following adjustments have been made to the mount guide. The number of mounts displayed in a single page has been increased from 25 to 30. The maximum number of favorites have also been increased from 25 to 30. That's great. Up to six mount actions can now be displayed at once when riding a mount. New chocobo barding has been added. New minions have been added. All right, you get the uh, island sanctuary mammon help. The following adjustments have been made to the minion guide. The number of minions displayed has been increased from 25 to 30, and the favorites have been uh, 25 to 30. New accessories have been added, and you can see some fairy wings uh, listed on the character. That looks great. New actions can be performed while holding the umbrella have also been added. Players can now use emotes when using their fashion accessories. Special actions that uh, can be used with fashion accessories uh, can be confirmed in the fashion accessory window. Oh, that's really great. I like that. That's so nice. Um, the following adjustments have been made today to center travel. The waiting time received information after selecting world has been reduced. Players can now receive notifications for letters from friends and GMs when visiting other worlds within their data center. The following additions and adjustments have been made to retainers. New items can now be obtained from quick exploration ventures. New retainer exploration ventures have been added. The error message is displayed when attempting to interest retainers with a unique item already in their position has been adjusted. The following additions and adjustments have been made to achievements. New achievements and titles have been added. Certain duties will now count towards the completion of achievements. Furthermore, Ultima, Ultima's Bane will no longer be required and so for the uh, the achievement, tankless duty, tankless job, etc. Um, Pandemonium, Abyssos, uh, Savage, the Unreal, the new trial, etc. has all going to apply to that. Uh, thank you, uh, Paladin, and, and all the different tanks. The Felcord Troia, Abyssos, Savage, Unreal have also been added to that as well. The official release version of Adventure Plates has been implemented. The Adventure Plates interface now lets you create a personal calling card by which you introduce yourself to other players. View a player's adventure plate by targeting them and selecting View Adventure Plate Subcommand. Additions and adjustments from the beta. The portrait specifically for adventure plates has been added. New portrait accents have been added. Search uh, com uh, 
comments can now be edited directly when entering adventure plates. Viewing an adventure plate from the main menu, select the adventure plate, target the character and the view adventure plate from the sub command. While there is a myriad of options available to customize your adventure plate, additional options can be unlocked from student duties. Uh, you can capture the appearance of your warrior light, customize poses, movements, and camera angles, backgrounds, framing, lighting, and more, and save a variety of different portraits in addition to the portrait design specifically for your adventure. The gear shown in your adventure plate is based off of what you have equipped at the time it is initially saved. To update the gear in your adventure plate, select Reflect Current Gear in the Edit Portrait window. That's awesome. In addition to portraits, you may also customize various design elements of your plate, including backgrounds, pattern overlays, and frames. For your profile, you may customize your adventure plate profile with information about your favorite job, title, playstyle, and active hours, and more. For your search comment, you may also edit the search comment by which it is displayed in your adventure plate. You can set limits on who you may view your adventure plate by default. Your portraits can be viewed by all players. This setting can be restricted to friends only or no one. The official release of portraits have been added. Customize portraits for each of your gear sets using a variety of poses, movements, camera angles, backgrounds, framing, lighting, and more. These portraits will be displayed at the start of the Crystalline Conflict matches and of uh, Domen Mahjong. And I uh, see here, while the portraits linked to the gear sets can have been carried over to the official release, they must be edited and resaved in order to use as an Insta portrait. So just keep that in mind. Additional adjustments from the beta. Portraits can be edited from the main menu after unlocking gear sets. Players are allotted one portrait for every a gear set created. All settings and other than the equipped gear can be uh, copied to other portraits. New portrait motions have been added. New portrait accents have been added. And the display requirements for framers kits have also been adjusted. Uh, for the main menu, select portraits under the list of available portraits, and they are sorted according to your gear sets. For editing, uh, select the portrait you wish to edit, and then edit the portrait from the sub-command menu. Uh, using an Insta portrait, when enabled, portraits will be applied to your Insta portrait when the gear set is equipped. Warning. Portraits that meet the following criteria uh, will be marked with a warning symbol. These portraits must either be edited or restored to default settings. Portraits that have never been edited prior to 6.2. Portraits whose gear set makes up has changed and has been overridden. Portraits that no longer match your character's appearance after using a vial of Fantasia. It is possible to copy settings other than equipped gear, motions, accents, etc. to other portraits. So you can see here how they're managing that. You can kind of select your source portrait and where it's going to go. Players now uh, can now request gear repairs from party and alliance members. This is so nice. Requests must be made in areas where repairing gear is permitted. Players may then offer gear whose durability is below 100% to have it repaired, adding 100% to its durability. Players on the free trial cannot use this feature. Making requests. Select the player of whom you wish to send the request and select request repair from the subcommand menu in the, in the window that appears. Select your gear you wish to have repaired and set a reward and set submit request. After confirming the request, the selected player can repair your gear. This is really awesome. I'm really glad to see this make a return from 1.0. The list of items to offer for repair will only include gear whose durability is less than 100%. For the required dark matter, the repair request menu will be displayed and the dark matter will be consumed, as well as the number of owned by the player who will repair the gear. If the player conducting repairs has insufficient dark matter for the required uh, grade, a higher grade will be consumed. You can offer a reward for repairing your gear up to a maximum of 1 million gil. In order to prevent server congestion immediately after the release of 6.2, they will be implementing multiple field instances for Lower Lunacia. 
the following additions and adjustments have been made to the currency window. In order for which currencies will cycle, the HUD can be adjusted in the arrow buttons in the currency settings window. The option to select the default currency display in the HUD has also been added. New dungeons are now available for explorer mode, and you can see here a long list of these dungeons have been added. A lot of the ones from ARR and beyond and earlier, and even obviously the Felcor to Troia and stuff like that, the new ones are being added. Uh, the duties can now be recorded, have been changed. So Mother Crystal, the Four Circle Savage, and Algea uh, can now all be recorded. To promote the Crossworld Link Shell Master subcommand has been added. The master, uh, the player who promoted it to a Crossworld Link Shell Master must meet the following requirements. The character's homeworld must be the same in the logical data center. The character must be logged in at the time of promotion, and the character cannot be an invitee. When changing the following search criteria in the party finder window, a confirmation prompt will now be displayed when selecting cancel without saving setting, uh, settings. Settings. <laughs> Roles. Filter settings, detailed search. The following adjustments have been made to the subcommand menu for the character selection screen. De uh, the delete character subcommand has been moved and now under the su subcommand menu. The confirmation menu has been displayed when selecting options in the subcommand menu. And to improve support for color blindness, the color area markers on the maps have also been adjusted. Oh, that's. I like that a lot. All right, after selecting an option in a drop-down list that allows scrolling, the position of the cursor when reopening the drop-down list has been adjusted to display the previous and next options. The following adjustments have been made to the prompts for accepting friend request. A prompt will now have three options, accept, wait, and decline. After choosing to respond to a friend request via the friends list tab of the social window, a fr accept friend request subcommand has been changed to respond to friend request. Uh, the following features has been implemented to improve graphic processing. Graphic processing optimization frame rate when under higher GP loads have been improved. The options have been added for character configuration menu. Enable dynamic resolution. The following options have been added to the character configuration menu. Display hotbar settings. Display request time uh, you know, centered and bottom. Uh, the following additions and adjustments have been made to staff credits. The, the game credits will now include their date of release. Uh, the controls uh, for the guide of the credits have been improved, allowing for navigation with modified keybinds. Then the Steam overlay will now appear when loading the game via Steam. The Steam overlay is an in-game interface that allows access to many Steam features. Uh, enable basically your overlay, changing key bindings for the overlay itself. The following text commands have been added. My voice is failing. <clears throat> uh, spirit, show off your team spirit. Additions have been made to auto-translate. Additions have been made to the PlayStation PS5 auto-complete dictionary. New trophies have been added for PS5 and new music and sound effects and voices have been added. We did it. My voice is failing. The patch notes in under an hour. Who would have thought? <laughs> Perfect. Now, at this time, I need to stop filming and I need to go uh, get this video up for you guys because I'm going to take my dogs to the vet today so they can count their uh, regular checkup. I hope you enjoyed. Thanks for watching or listening and I will hopefully see you in my next video. Bye. <laughs> If you have been following along the channel at all this week, note that chances are if you just want a pure positive puff piece, uh, that's not what you're going to get. So just be warned, uh, you know, do not subscribe, do not like, do not share uh, if you're not interested in those kind of videos, because that's what's going to be rolling out for a little while. Anyway, thanks, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed. But until the next time, take care. Yeah. It's time to chill out on the couch and read some comments. That's right. You know me when it comes to destiny. I'm off with a clam, and I'm glad you're feeling better. Oh, yeah.